The first amazing agency owner that I want to introduce you to here on the Agency Spotlight series is Kate Fisher from Time Is Now Marketing. Kate has a really awesome background in marketing, working with major brands like Nike and Sage Natural Wellness, who is a massive company here in Canada. And so Kate is based on the West Coast of Canada and she and her amazing team that she has built are working with tons of businesses all around Canada and the US and she is really helping them change the game for their marketing strategy. So in this episode, I loved chatting with Kate. She has such a cool energy and experience and I think you are absolutely gonna love taking a peek behind the curtain of her agency that she has built from the ground up. All right, let's get into it and introduce you to Kate. All right, Kate, I want to hear your whole background. I know you have a really cool previous work experience. So I want to get into how you got here to running your own business. Yeah. So I founded Time is Now Marketing in December of 2019. And I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew that my career and the past decade of my marketing experience would definitely help me to get through whatever challenges and obstacles were going to come my way. I started my marketing career working for Nike on their brand teams. And I worked for them for four and a half years. And I oversaw everything in Western Canada that was brand facing, a lot of product education, putting on events, hosting events, as well as supporting large brand activations as well, like NBA All-Star Week, the Nike Women's Series. And I fell into that role because I really, at the time, had a huge passion for running. I'd run 10 half marathons. I was really into the running community. Um, I knew everyone in that community and it really helped me get my footing within that company. And so I was on a team of 70-ish people across North America. It's a lot of people. And we would get together about once a quarter And it was amazing. I compare it to being in college and having this core group of friends that you're always with. You can always relate to them. They're going through the same things that you are. The hours were really long and really grueling, but it was so fun and you could get through it because of the people. And I really loved that. At that time, towards the end of my four-ish years, I was on the road traveling around three, three and a half weeks out of every month. And I would come home and I would just be a disaster. I would have meltdowns. I couldn't handle that. And I just thought, this is silly. This is not who I want to be. This isn't how I want to show up to the people in my life. And I'm tired of coming home and burning out and getting sick and being miserable for that week and a half that I'm actually home. So I kind of reassessed. I called it my quarter life crisis. I quit my job on a total whim. I sent in my resignation one night and gave my notice. And then I had no idea what I was going to do from there. I was scared and it was terrifying, but I'm glad I went through that because it it eventually led me to my job at um, Sage Wellness and they hired me to um, start growing their California business. So at the time, Sage Wellness had no American presence at all. They had about 17 stores across Canada. And by the time I left, they had 77 across both countries. I started growing their community on the ground in LA and I would do the back and forth. I would fly there on Mondays and I would fly home Thursday or Friday. Um, It was amazing. I was still traveling a lot, but it was with a wellness company. I was given the tools to mitigate that burnout a little bit. And then once we grew the California business and opened the stores there, I did the same thing over in New York. And then about a year after that, I finally planted my roots in Vancouver. I was brought on as a senior marketing leader where I oversaw anything that was top of funnel brand awareness. So social media, influencer marketing and PRs, brand and celebrity partnerships, and really was able to cultivate my experience just in terms of getting a, a mass message out. 
during my last year at Sage, I had the opportunity to partner with Kourtney Kardashian's wellness brand, Koosh. We did a diffuser collaboration and a blend together. And I just thought after that, what's next for me? I can't go any bigger than a Kardashian (laughs) here. I put all of my blood, sweat and tears into that project. And I learned so much along the way. And I just thought, if I can do this for a big company, why can't I do this for myself and help other brands on my own terms? And so that's how kind of the concept of my agency came to be. Freedom is such a core value of mine. And kind of like what we were talking about earlier is I really needed the freedom. I didn't want to be stuck in that nine to five box. I think that's super detrimental to creatives to be like put in a box. You're not going to create anything good or powerful within that, those constrictions. I really had like another life assessment and thought, you know what, now's the time we're going to give this a go. And here we are two years later, I have a team of five working for me. We've clients all over the world. And I, I could not even begin to explain how much fulfillment I have out of it compared to my previous roles. Wow. That's such an incredible story. And what a cool background that you had. And like you said, you were ready for anything at that point, whatever any client (laughs) threw at you, you were ready, which is so, so cool. Did you think that you were going to become an entrepreneur or was it something that just happened? I think like looking back, it's very obvious to me that this is where I'm meant to be. At the time, no, I studied entrepreneurial leadership. I got my BBA in entrepreneurial leadership. To me, when I was in that program, I just thought this is going to be super applicable no matter what I do in life. It's not going to mean I'm going to be an entrepreneur, but it's going to give me like the, the skills for life and for business. And I know I'm going to be able to adapt accordingly, like looking at that and then looking at all of the, the roles that I've had over my career. Like I've always taken like extreme pride and ownership of everything I've done. And I've treated whatever function I'm running as if it's my own business. And so, no, I didn't realize that at the time, but looking back, yeah, it was super obvious to me that this is where I meant to be and, and definitely, yeah, where I should be. That's amazing. I love it. What kind of services are you offering for your clients? Like give us kind of an overview of what you do. Yeah. So we specifically work with direct to consumer e-commerce brands and that's really our bread and butter. And we come in and we are their marketing department. So I always tell people we're your marketing team when you don't have a marketing team or when you maybe don't have the resources for a fully built out marketing team. So we can come in and set your marketing strategy, run your campaign calendars, help with execution. We also do a lot with social management, influencer management, and a little bit of PR as well. So really anything that's going to create that brand awareness for you is something that um, we take and run with. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your team because you said you had five of you. How are you structured in the agency and how did you build up the team to five? Because obviously that doesn't happen overnight. Walk us through that. Yeah. Yeah. When I started the agency, it was December, 2019. COVID was not a thing. Pandemia was not a thing. Everything was great. And my goal was really to consult as a contractor and just see what would happen. I I was really burnt out from the corporate world. I was really burnt out from like those constrictions of that nine to five and that Monday to Friday. I'm somebody who, when inspiration hits, it might hit in the middle of the night, it might hit at 10 PM. And I want to take advantage of that. When I started, it was just me and I was doing everything. Um, And then halfway through 2020, we're well into COVID by now. I had a massive flood in my apartment. And that day I got an email from a girl and I was like, my stress levels were through the roof. I'm like, how am I going to deal with this? And then we had to move out and I have to run a business. I have clients and I've got deliverables and deadlines. I'm like, how am I going to do all of this? I was at my absolute max. And that day a girl emailed me and she's like, I've been following you on social for a while. I love everything you're doing. 
I come from an agency. I'd love to work for you if you have any open positions. And so I met her for coffee the next day and I hired her immediately. I was like, yes, you're like the angel that was sent down to me. Yes. I originally brought her on as an account manager and I quickly found like her passion and her strengths were in writing. We had a lot of conversations around like how her role will evolve and what she is doing for the agency. Everything she did was so amazing, but it was clear to me that she should be a content manager and content writer. We shifted her over into that role a few months later. And so it was just the two of us until about November of last year. And at that time, I decided I needed to hire a marketing coordinator to help me with all of the admin things and pushing through schedules, maintaining calendars. We brought on our third team member last November and same thing happened. I identified that she was really great at all of those things, but her strengths was actual visual direction and graphic design and coming up with social content. So we put her in, over into that role. And then shortly after that, I needed help again. So I hired a marketing specialist who has amazing experience. She comes from Lush and Daily Hive. She's a publication in Vancouver. She was really great. And she was able to step in and fill in all of the gaps that we were missing. About five months ago, so last June, sometime in the summer, we hired our most recent hire. And she's our marketing manager. And she's got a very similar skill set and experience as I do. And so it's really great to have two brains that are at the helm of this ship. And then I have a contractor that um, we bring in occasionally to support with some email marketing and some social content and stuff like that. So I do have four people working for me as employees and then one contractor. Wow, that's awesome. And such a cool way that you've done it. Like a lot of businesses, they'll map out this big org chart and say, okay, I need these seats filled. And then they hire for those, but you took the people that you vibe with and have the same energy and experience and passion, and then just found their way, which is a really cool thing to do. That's always been really important to me. Like, I think skills can definitely be taught, but it's how you interact with people, the energy that they give off. I think all of them found me in a unique and weird way. I think there's something to be said for that as well. I've never sought out to hire people. I've never done like the traditional Indeed job posting or LinkedIn search. I've always found people that were like within reach of my network. And so I could pull in really great references and I I saw what their work was in the past and we just came together and I'm super thankful that they're on this wild roller coaster with me. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So internally at the agency, what kind of systems and processes and tools do you all use to manage all your clients and keep everything on track? That's a really great question. And I think that will always be an ever-evolving process. Right now, our our tools that we're using is Basecamp. So we are a 100% remote agency. So Basecamp is a really awesome hub to keep all of our client information in one place. It's also really great for me to manage what the girls are working on too. I can look at deadlines. I can move stuff around based on priorities. And so it's really easy for me to see from like top down what's happening at any given moment. Um, So Basecamp's like our number one tool. It does have an internal chat function, which we don't use, but you could use. And for internal chat, we use Slack. A lot of our clients are on Slack, so it just streamlines everything for us. And then we also use Trello for certain projects, but the majority of all of our work is through Basecamp, Slack, and of course, Google Drive. Cool. That's awesome. And so when you're bringing on new clients, is it generally the same thing? Like, are you onboarding in a very similar way or is every new client an entire new process, I guess? Yeah, for the most part, it's all the same. So if we're working with clients where we're managing their marketing calendars and their campaigns, 
there's one way that we're, they're onboarding them. We use Google Forms a lot for our onboarding. So we have one specific to if we are your fractional marketing department. We have others that are specific to if we're managing just your social or just your influencer marketing. So they vary slightly, but overall, it's a very similar process. That's awesome. And so what's next for you and the agency and what you guys are doing leading into the new year? Um, Right now we're working on a little bit of a rebrand. For me, something that's like very, that's come to the surface and is very prominent in my life is I really want to do good marketing and give back. There will be a give back component to our agency that we're going to launch in January of 2022 just wild to say 2022, only two months away. (laughs) Um, We're also in the process of becoming a certified B Corp as well. So again, going back to, we really care about the environment. We care about what's happening in the world. Um, And we really want to be a good pillar in our communities. That's exciting. That's awesome. And I want to hear all about the giving back thing whenever that launches. (laughs) (laughs) Where can our audience learn more about you and connect with you further? Yeah, you can find uh, my agency on Instagram at timeisnowmarketing.com or on our website, timeisnowmarketing.com. You can reach me directly on Instagram at Kate Fisher. So Kate.F-I-S-H-R-R or Kate at timeisnowmarketing.com. I'm always into virtual coffee dates. I'm always looking to connect with other agency owners and really just talk about marketing. So my inbox is always open. I love it. Thank you so much, Kate, for coming on. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for having me, Taylor. This is great. The next agency owner that you are going to meet here on the Agency Spotlight series is Josh Cantrell. He is a wedding DJ turned marketer and the founder of Signal Brandworks, a messaging and copywriting agency. Josh is certified in the Story Brand Framework. If you have read that book, it's really good and as a direct response copywriter by Jay Edwards. Josh's big mission is to help business owners get the words they need to sell more of their stuff. So I think every agency owner is gonna learn something from Josh. I'm really excited to share this episode with you. What's going on with your agency these days? Yeah, so it's funny. I mean, in 2017, I lost my job and was like, do I want to go? What do I want to do? Do I want to go work in an agency, which I had never done before. I'd always been in-house. I was marketing director for a couple of software and tech companies. And and then I just slowly started picking up clients. Eventually it was like, yeah, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to build this agency. But there was no real focus at the time. We were just doing anything and everything for everybody and not getting paid great for it either. And so over the past few years, we had really from 2017 to about about when COVID started last year, we were kind of a full service lead gen agency and we did copywriting and messaging strategy kind of as a component of that. But in 2020, I stopped offering about 70% of the services that we offered. I considered it an experiment, but it was so much fun because I didn't have to do all this other stuff I didn't like Mm -hmm. to do, like managing ads across a bunch of networks and uh, clients with all sorts of different scopes and uh, types of work that we were doing from managing website builds to running Facebook lead gen campaigns and you know, all that kind of stuff. So now we're primarily messaging strategy, content marketing, and copywriting. We do direct response copy, email copy, web copy, and stuff like that. So pretty much anything in the word space. That's what's going on with us right now. We have some opportunities for if we wanted to go back and do a little bit more full service, we could do it. And which is where Carly and I initially had our conversation uh, around was like, hey, we've got some opportunities to, if we can bring on the team would be a great way to grow, grow some revenue, grow the business, but 
knowing what I know now, I would build it a whole lot differently, which is why I was reaching out to because I was like, if I do this, I am not going to be the project manager for all this. Yeah. I want somebody like that. That's smart. To help, so that's smart to just like build your team ahead of time because mm-hmm. you and I both know running an agency, you're going to get into it and you're going to get used to doing it yourself. And you're just going to be like, eh, whatever, I'm, I can just do it. Yeah. And if you already know, like you've been around the blocks, so you know what you want to be doing and what you don't want to be doing. So totally, whenever you're ready, we're here. Yeah, for sure. I'm in a co-working space just with a few folks and I was telling them beforehand, I was like, Hey, I'm going to be having a zoom chat in just a few minutes. So everybody just simmer down, keep it down outside. And then they're like, who was it? And I told them about what you did. And they were like, Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. So it's one of those, you guys have a very interesting business model service that, I mean, I know tons of people need <laughs> yeah. And because th- those folks that can do this well are hard to find. The people who understand the strategy, understand mm-hmm. marketing itself and not just like moving due dates and exactly. you know, managing due dates. It's a big deal. So yeah. Yeah. I want to hear your whole entrepreneur journey. Tell us a little bit about you, your business and how you got here. Yeah, for sure. So I have one of those typical, not an entrepreneurial thrust into entrepreneurship stories where in 2017, the first day back in January 2nd, I think I was in the office, I lost my job. They're like, you uh, don't work here anymore. See you later. <laughs> and it was like, wow. okay, this is fun. I'd never been in that position before, but always had in the back of my mind, just like I'm building revenue streams, multiple revenue streams all the time. And so had had freelance clients, uh, just started throwing myself into that and just getting coffee with folks and just kind of like the typical sort of make it work story where, so within about seven months, I had made as much as a freelancer as I had made my entire year at this, you know, my, my entire salary at the previous company. And so that was for me, the sign that was like, all right, this might work. We may be able to make this thing happen. And so just getting coffee with folks and just having random conversations that turn into clients. Uh, the first year I had no clue what I was doing though. Just maybe like many people, I'm not going to say just like everybody, because a lot of people I think are a lot smarter than me, but I was not pricing well. I wasn't pricing things great. I working like 20 hours on a $400 project or something like that. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. So yeah. over the period of about two to three years, it became pretty close to me. Well, I would say within about uh, a year and a half is when we really realize like messaging and copywriting are our sweet spot. That's the stuff that we really do well. So I'm certified in a process called StoryBrand. And so a lot of my clients come to me for that kind of thing now, which in, you know, we help them clarify their message and then create marketing assets to help them build their brand uh, the right way, as opposed to just wasting a bunch of money, amplifying a bad message. So mm-hmm. that's what we're passionate about. And that's primarily what our agency does now is messaging, content marketing, and copywriting. Cool. I read that book actually leading into 2021 over Christmas. Okay. I read that book and I, I always wondered how could I implement this more into my business? Well, there yeah. you have it. That's what you do all day, every day. That's really cool. So yeah. did you know from a young age that you wanted to be an entrepreneur or was it kind of just something that happened and you just made it work? That's a good question. Cause I don't think that I was ever like, I want to be a business owner. I was always, I want to be financially free in control of my time and have money coming from lots of different places. So like I was always, I always had multiple things going on. I was a wedding DJ for a long time. (laughs) And even, (laughs) even while transitioning into getting the business back to where, or getting in the business secure and stable, I had two kids and one on the way. And I was like, I'm just going to go DJ some weddings and make some money. It was that kind of thing. It was like, always had some skills that I could fall back on. I wouldn't say entrepreneurship, quote unquote, was 
something that I had thought I was qualified for or could do, but man, I'll just say this, like you get thrown into that position and you start growing at a much faster rate than you had before. When it's like you bring home what you eat, you start Mm -hmm. becoming a salesperson or you want to make X amount of money. Great. It's on you get it done. So that kind of stuff leads to, I have found has led to a lot of like personal growth, professional and skills growth that never happened when I was employed by someone else. And I think over that, the process has revealed to me that like, okay, yeah, I guess I am an entrepreneur. Like one, you run your own business now, but two, like I've found that I thrive a lot more in that I'm, I'm the one responsible for the growth than I did Mm -hmm. previously. So, yeah, I agree. It's one of these things where you're forced into having to learn everything and there's no one to fall back on. And that learning is something that you only get if you push yourself to that point. Right. And I think being an entrepreneur just forces you to learn everything. It's you wear all the hats for at least the first while and there's no one else who's going to figure it out for you. So either you sink or you swim or you figure it out, but that's really cool. And what a journey from losing your job to then becoming a successful agency owner. So can you tell us what your secret sauce is for team members? Like what does the structure of your business look like or who does what on your Team? Yeah, for sure. So one of the things that's really important to me just personally is that I want my business to support my life. So I guess a, a lot of the language you might hear around it is like a lifestyle business where it's like time freedom. Words like that are, I don't really care what we call the business, like lifestyle business or something like that. That's not important to me because I just want my business to be secondary to my wife, my kids and my freedom. So, and supporting that all the time. So as I make decisions about how to structure the business, I think about one, what kind of money do I need to live the life I want to live? And two, what, how do I need to structure this in order to support my time freedom goals? So the way that I have built the business so far is by, for me, not bringing on any full-time staff. There's two reasons for that. One is that, well, I just want to make sure that I can one, serve all my clients the best way they need. So I have a team of specialists where it's like in copywriting and content marketing, it's like, yeah, you can get somebody good that can write a bunch of different things, but ideally you've got somebody who specializes in that particular niche or that particular industry. And that's a lot harder to hire for mm-hmm. traditionally. So that's one benefit to it. But then the other is just, I don't have to sit down and have meetings every day with my team, minimizes your overhead and stuff like that. So right now our team looks like me. I've got a part-time executive assistant and I've got a team of about eight to 15 contractors and, t- and other services that I work with to provide support to my clients. That's awesome. So in this structure, what are you focused on on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I have found that I'm most valuable at the like initial 20% and the last five to 10% of a project, but the middle 70% to 80% or so like just isn't, I'm not adding a ton of value there. One of the things I've done to is to try to build systems and, and build a few processes where around my core services where I can come in, I can get the client onboarded, I can get them really excited, uh, we can develop a strategy. And then the tactics and implementation of that strategy can other team members can come in and fulfill. And then on, before on the back, when I talked about that last five to 10%, like if there's an important deliverable or if there's some ongoing client touch points that need to happen, I can be involved in that too. And obviously it changes depending on the client. We have some consulting only clients where it's hundred percent me and my time, but then for content marketing retainers and things like that, I find that initial 20% lasts like 5% is works pretty well. That's awesome. That's a really cool way to kind of put it is that you're, you're the brains at the beginning and you're the checker at the end, but the middle part 
is where you need your team. And that's how a lot of our agency partners actually structure it too, is they'll do the sales and they'll do the high level kind of ideation and strategy pass over to us to manage the project all the way through. And then before launch, Mm -hmm. the agency owner comes back and just kind of checks everything, make sure it's on brand, et cetera. And then just everything goes out the door from there, which is, that's really cool. So when it comes to your clientele, who is your ideal client that you want to work with? Yep. So we have found that B2B technology and services are the the clients that that we end up doing the best for. So one, they have a a lot of times they have they sell something like expensive, complicated, and potentially confusing. And so they have a lot of time voicing what it is they actually do in a way that makes their clients go, oh, I get it now. And I see how that's different from the other options that might be out here. So Typically, our relationships start with people like that. They sell complex, confusing, and expensive stuff. Uh, we help simplify it and then create stuff on uh, create assets over time to help them build their brand and continue to stand out. So, so it, we haven't niched down too much more than that. I know I need to. I've got a lot of folks in my ear who are like, this is not specific enough. But for us, for now, this is what we're happy with. It's what we, we're enjoying. And yeah, we may even get even more specific at some point. But for now, this has been good for us. I think everyone's on a journey and the place that you are right now is where you're meant to be. So enjoy yeah. it, get as much as you can from it. And then if you niche down later, that's great. And if you don't, well, then you can still serve these clients in a really amazing way. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So when it comes to technology, because we geek out on processes and systems and everything like that, what are you using in your agency with all these contractors and team members and clients? What are you using to keep organized? Yeah, that's good. So I'm using the brain of my much more organized executive assistant for one, (laughs) and she's helping me develop processes. So in the past, it's been a lot of just like brute force, just managing stuff with email and task lists and stuff like that. But we've got, we're developing more automations to around our more specific offers. One of the things obviously we use the most is, is Gmail. I mean, we're Gmail, we've transitioned from Outlook or Microsoft over to the Gmail suite recently, and that's been great. But beyond just like the obvious one, we're pretty much in Asana and Trello most of the day. So we've got some zaps that integrate with like Calendly and a lot of our lead generation stuff and landing pages is built th- are built through ClickFunnels and all that stuff is integrated at the back through zaps. And But the heart and soul of managing tasks and moving projects forward is done inside Asana for the most part. Love it. We love Asana. <laughs> I think I hang out in Asana more than Slack, more than Gmail. Which is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Slack feels like I get interrupted more often as there is. I'm more distracted if I'm in, yep. in Slack frequently. I prefer to just have a really well-organized email flow and uh, a cadence of checking the email twice a day with my assistant grabbing certain things and starring other things. And like, rather than just like a consistent, I just always feel pulled into Slack just to check stuff. So we've intentionally not brought it in. But part of that, I think is too, because we haven't needed to, just because the scope of a lot of what we're doing with our clients and through our vendors, the, the people that the contractors that we work with is pretty well defined. And hopefully over time, they don't need a whole lot of that for this kinds of things that we're doing. Yeah, that's amazing. And I am pro not using Slack. We <laughs> use it for communication. It's fun. It's everyone's there. But when it comes to yeah. any task, I'm like, put it in Asana because if I can't search yeah. for it or find it later or manage it on my own, then I just can't deal with it. <laughs> Yep, I hear you for sure. Yeah. So what's next for your agency? Like what's exciting? What's coming up in 2022? Where are you going? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Our agency is, we have developed a lot of relationships with 
I call them partnerships. So people that refer business to us on a consistent basis in an organized fashion. I mentioned being certified in the story brand process. So that, that I would consider a partnership where I pay a fee to be a, a licensed provider of a kind of service, whatever. And then I get listed on a directory and I get referrals through that in an organized fashion. And it's pretty consistent. I can count on that. But I've got a couple other things that are similar to that. But for me, one of the things that's on the horizon is developing, one, building our own email list and controlling our own lead flow. So that's a big priority for me. I would say the second thing is exploring if I have a relationship with a, a venture capital company that acquires like probably 10 to 15 companies a, a month all in the space that we specialize in. And they're basically saying, hey, we'll send you a bunch of clients, just build out a full service marketing agency and we'll grow your business for you pretty much. And I know a lot of people would think, yeah, that's a no brainer. But for me, it's secondary to, is this going to help me live the life I want to live? I know I can make money doing this or this. So I'm just evaluating and as I'm considering through like, how do we build this agency? If we were to do it that way, deciding like what pieces need to be in place, what systems would have to be in place? What are our offers and packages going to be if we were to do that? I would say another thing. And then the third thing is continuing to simplify and standardize the scope of what we do for clients. I really love to have product type services where it's like, you buy this and you get these very specific deliverables and building our own list controlling our lead flow in a more specific way allows us to control the conversation that's happening around our brand in a way that leads into those services more, more easily and more fluidly. So I would say developing a different, not a different set, but standardizing the things that we tend to do for clients and that they tend to need. Mm. Uh, so that it's much more systematized. So I love that. I love it so much. I'm all about a system. So I'm like music to my ears. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Josh, where can our audience learn more about you and your agency and reach out to you? Yeah, for sure. So Josh Cantrell, my, uh, that's C-A-N-T-R-E-L-L is how you spell my name. I, I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is like the not fun social media, but I've found that like some of my most legitimate connections and business conversations have do consistently come from LinkedIn. You can search for me there. Also, you can go to the website, signalbrandworks.com. No funky spelling, all just like normal people words and spellings, <laughs> brandworks.com. And uh, I've got some resources there that might be interesting to you. So you can hop on there and then reach out to the site at some point if you need to. Awesome. We will link all of that below, but thank you so much, Josh, for coming on. I loved hearing yeah. about your agency and the the different way that you're doing it using brand story. And I think that's so cool. I love copywriting. Like if I wasn't a client account manager, I think I'd be a copywriter. So I love it. Like I geek out on it. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks well, thank so you so much. It was great to connect. Meet Nicole Litwin. She is the founder of The Mug Creative, a boutique brand and website design agency that helps brands and businesses really stand out in a saturated market. The amazing ladies behind The Mug specialize in working with entrepreneurs, fellow creatives, coaches, small business owners, and basically anyone in that category who are looking to shine through with strategic and memorable design. Nicole is such an amazing person. I'm excited for you to hear her story and what they're all up to over at The Mug Creative. Why don't we get started? Why don't you tell all of our listeners all about you, Nicole, and, and your business? Thank you. Okay. So my name is Nicole and I am the founder and chief designer of our creative agency, which is primarily a boutique brand and website design studio. And we're headquartered in St. Petersburg, Florida, where most of our small team is located. And we also have a location in Anchorage, Alaska, actually. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, it's awesome. And our team is completely female and which is interesting and we didn't choose it that way, but it's working for us. And we work with businesses in creating memorable brands and websites. So we live and breathe brands. And I actually started doing this back in 2015 myself as just a solo website designer. And I have a background in this from school and I was managing a marketing department back then. And this was something that wasn't full-time and it really took off in 2019. Now here we are and we're a team of primarily three of us that are handling the designs for brands and websites for small business owners and across the entire country now, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. So how did you become this entrepreneur? Was it something that you always thought you wanted to do or was it kind of something that just sparked? Actually, no. I always thought I was going to go corporate. I thought I was going to grow up on that corporate ladder. I was already working my way towards doing that. I was out of college. My first job was a marketing specialist position. I was doing a lot of graphic design work for this security company that was a global company and started climbing up that ladder. And then I managed the marketing department. And I realized that I preferred working for myself, so to speak. So that's when I decided to take my expertise outside of that business and start working for myself and then I just started meeting all these wonderful creatives and that's how my team has slowly been growing and now we all three have full plates and I love it that's my favorite thing is not just the amazing work that we do for our clients but also supporting my team of designers that love doing this too and giving them fun projects to work on Oh, that's so fun. So speaking of team, what is your secret sauce for team members? So what roles do you have in your agency and how do you structure the workload or the tasks that are inside your biz? When I started realizing that I needed help and I couldn't do everything anymore, I asked my copywriter who is a wonderful project manager to probably one of the most organized people you'll ever meet. Her name is Megan. If she was interested in taking on more design projects, because she does have a background in design too, but she was helping us with blogs and internal social media stuff at the time. And now she is our account manager. And alongside me, she pretty much has her hands in all of our client projects and keeping things going and on time for launch schedules and making sure our developers are also working on schedule. Then I also have another designer, Leah. Megan does everything. She's like me in a sense, but Leah is, she's a recent graduate with a graphic design degree and came on as an intern and has worked her way into a full designer position with us. And she's taking on branding projects and website projects as the lead designer now. And I'm trying to grow the business. And that's I love it. Doing. Yeah, that's awesome. So the services that you provide to your clients, can you walk us through what that looks like? Is it full website development? Is it copywriting? Is it design? What kind of service packages do you provide? Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways that you can build websites. And if you're familiar with websites at all, you've probably heard of things like WordPress or Squarespace, Wix, all of these different platforms, Shopify, another popular one. And so we build three different types of websites and primarily we work with small businesses. So it really depends. We tailor what we do according to what they need. If they need a lot of messaging and copywriting help, we help with that. But each 
version that we work with, we build WordPress websites, Shopify websites, and show it websites. Each one has its own pathway of how the process will work just with our development team because we are completely custom, no cookie cutter templates. We go through the whole brand strategy and brand identity process with them, especially if they're getting their branding done with us too. It's a very in-depth process and we try to help them as much as we can with their messaging and copy and some of our clients actually hire us for that extra but we work with them page by page and we define what the messaging should be for best conversions for each page on their website. We establish their goals at the very beginning. And then as we go through the process, we get feedback along the way. They approve the designs before development starts and it's such a wonderful new I can't really say it's new because it's been around, but it's new to a lot of people, website platform. And it's so easy for people without a design background. So a lot of small business owners that we work with to manage their site. So it's really quick. We don't need full development because it's a codeless platform for that type of website. But we do have full development projects like custom WordPress sites and things like that. But we help our clients at the beginning of the process determine what's going to be best for them now, but also in the future, because some platforms are limiting for certain capabilities. So that's how we work through that. That's cool. So because you're doing custom for all of your clients, what tools or systems do you have in place in your business to say onboard or project management? Like what tools are you using? Oh, well, I have probably tried almost every single project management tool out there, if I'm being honest with you. But we've now landed on a wonderful, we've always been very strict on our processes because I'm a very organized person. So having all of that planned is important, but we use Dubsado for our client portals and keeping all their questionnaires and all of their information in place. That's a business management platform for a lot of people who don't know. So you can send invoices through there. You can send questionnaires. You can just communicate via email. That's all tracked in there, which is really nice. And it even allows you to have a client portal, which is nice for us too. But for project management, we really use monday.com religiously. And I love that. We used to use Trello. I've tried Asana, but I'm just in love with Monday and how the look is for us. And we're constantly talking in there, but we also use Slack for quicker communication as like our little team IMing platform because we work remotely right now. So everyone is in different places, especially Megan's in Alaska. So it's easy for us to use Slack on the go on our cell phones or on our computers. Awesome. That's awesome. So what's next for you? Like, where are you going? Where are you taking the business? I know you said now that you have team members in place, you're going to focus on growing the business, but what's next for you in 2022? I actually want us to have a brick and mortar location. That is a huge goal for me for 2022. And I'm really involved in the community here. I'm in St. Pete, Florida, and it's a really big entrepreneur city. You walk into any coffee shop and there's 20 people on their laptops, just plugging away small business, support small businesses everywhere. It's such a up and coming and bustling area to be in. So I'm really looking to have a downtown office this coming year and it's looking like it's going to come through. So I'm very excited about that, but probably by the end of the year, taking on another designer as well and taking on more projects because we like to make sure that all of our clients get the proper attention. So 
you know, sometimes people go on a little bit of a waiting list to have a project completed, whether it's branding or a website. So if we had one more team member, maybe even um, expand our services a little bit. I have some ideas that I don't want to talk about them yet in case I decide <laughs> we're not going to do them. But primarily my goal for next year is the brick and mortar location. I think that'll open a lot of doors for us. Yeah, too. That, that's cool. I didn't know St. Pete's was such an entrepreneurial city. Yes. Oh, I love living here and networking. Everyone is just looking to make connections here. It's such a wonderful place to be really? in for what I do. For Google and SEO reasons, it's also good to have a physical location too. It does yeah. help. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Nicole. Where can our audience find you and learn more about your business? Well, our website is www.themugcreative.com. And that's like a drinking mug because we are caffeine fueled here. Everything we do is coffee shop vibes. And so you can find us also on Instagram and Facebook at The Mug Creative. We like to post fun little reels and helpful information for either DIYing your own website or if you're hiring out tips and, and everything that you need to know because it can be a very overwhelming process going through this. If you have no background in websites or a lot of our clients, they're online, social media, like all of that is a lot. It's very overwhelming for them. So we try to post as much helpful information as we can on our blog and on our website. I love it. We'll link everything below, but definitely go check out Nicole and her team at the Mud Creative. And thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Taylor. On this next episode, you are going to meet Jody K. Edwards and AJ from Behind the Scenes Studio. They are a media and marketing company based out of Dallas, Texas, and they're really focused on all things creative as well as photography, videography, branding, marketing, events, and their team really works behind the scenes, note their name, uh, to ensure that their curated shots and footage are really meeting the client's expectations and that they're doing a really great job. So on this episode, we really dive into how their partnership came together and how they are really forming an amazing team down in Dallas, Texas. So let's get into it. What I thought we would do today is just learn more about your agency, how you guys got started, the whole picture, and what you guys specialize in. So why don't we start from there? If you could just introduce yourselves, that would be awesome. Yeah, perfect. I'll let you go first, AJ. Hello, I'm AJ. I'm a professional photographer and videographer. Basically, we're a multimedia company. We work in all genres and sectors. We don't limit what we do. We do a lot of events. Actually, we have an event space available that we just opened up in Plano, Texas, which allows a lot of creatives to come and be the best that they can be. And she does the media. And so, hi, I'm Jody K. Edwards. I am the marketing specialist. And we really got started because I was already doing my thing. AJ, she was doing her thing. And we're like, let's come together. Let's build an agency where we can offer media and marketing. Just because a lot of times you can rent out an agency or you can work with an agency, hire an agency, and they might do one part. But the branding part our clients really needed that. And then of course my clients needed content and her clients needed the marketing strategy. So that's how Behind the Scenes Studio was born. I love it. Cool. So going way back, were either of you entrepreneurial? Did you have businesses before this or how did you become 
these stars owning your own business? Oh my gosh, both of us. So it really just came together. She started her photography business and I'll let her cover that. But then I had my own coaching practice. We both started our businesses in 2017 and uh, the entrepreneurial spirit, as you probably know, and your listeners probably know, it's one of those things like you can do just about anything. So it's just, how do we make money from the things that we're good at? How do we serve a greater purpose and actually build sustainable success? So it's like, you know, running an agency, as you guys also know, it comes with a lot of systems and tools and strategies and money and clients and all of those things. So in our case, it's really great. We can just bring our businesses together and we both already have the systems and the structure. So now it's just, we can provide like a really dope client experience. And what about you, AJ? Were you an entrepreneur from the beginning or what's your kind of background? So I picked up a camera from a pawn shop. I wanted to learn the basics of the camera. So I went to school to learn photography and I learned videography as well. I began to get my LLC in 2017. Met Jody. And from there, it's been magic. We literally met like this year was it this year last year which is so wild right like new friends completely and we're like yo love your drive love the speed you're going at and I know it's one of those things like you either can vibe with someone and start a business together and we just kind of really got along and it was like hey let's create something for the Dallas people and that's here we are (laughs) super new I feel like our friends who are going to listen to this are like yeah you guys just met and you started a company together yeah (laughs) things move fast in our world right like if you have some kind of energy with someone you have an idea you either move on it or it's going to pass you by. So I'm a big believer in if opportunity presents itself, then just go with it, take it and see what happens. Right. And I think that's what entrepreneurs are, is just someone who can see an opportunity and execute and make those decisions, whether or not it's a good time investment, money investment or not. (laughs) I absolutely Yeah. So you mentioned systems, which is like something that we geek out on. What kind of systems do you guys have in your agency? Yeah. So we use ClickUp, a huge fan of ClickUp. And yeah. that's basically, are you familiar? Do you guys use ClickUp? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like the doc feature for anyone listening. It's just all in one. So you have Google G Suite is amazing. But then when it comes to like managing clients and creating content for ourselves and our clients, and then even like delivering the media pieces to them, we just want to make sure that we have like a really dope client interface where they can just access it as quickly as possible and we can access it as quickly as possible. So we're huge fans of the docs feature because that kind of eliminates the need for all these different Google documents where we can just have one ClickUp document and in that ClickUp document are like pages. And it always reminds me of like the five-star notebooks. You remember that? Like growing mm-hmm. up at school, yeah. <laughs> one notebook and then you have like a bunch of pages underneath it. So using those pages for like documenting our SOPs and And getting that information out, we love that we can share like the link. So if we create something for our client, we can share that link out and they can access that information as well. Cool. I love it. And so when you're talking to clients and building these relationships, what does your team look like now? Is it the two of you or do you have other team members? Yeah. So AJ, I'll let you talk to that. You have teams that help you. Like she recently sent someone out to do photography, videography for me as well. I have like the admin side. So I'll let you go first and then I'll chime in like with what yeah. my team's like. Yeah, so we have a makeup artist now. We have another one coming on board that we're interviewing this week. And right now I'm training a couple of videographers and photographers to come up under me. 
Yeah, we have like marketing people who help with content and it's just that imperfect action, starting out with people who want to learn underneath us, the end goal for everyone listening, you guys as well, right? Time and financial freedom. And that's not going to happen if we are doing everything all the time. So we want to focus that we can be the face of the brand, of course, but then go out and generate the leads and expand our brand presence. But what does that look like? It looks like creating documented structure and systems and building a team where they can learn our format and the way we do things with our studio, like having a physical location now it's making sure we can hire someone who can be in the studio and help take like client inquiries or even like help us with the admin as well as delivering the actual work so for AJ it's like who's gonna be able to do the photos and if she's always the only one doing it we can't grow as fast as we want and if I'm always just the only one like who knows the strategy and content and marketing we're just limiting ourselves so it's a quick start but of course right now it's just kind of like the core of us and then we have our team and we're just still slowly implementing like building that team and expanding. That's amazing. So what's next for you? This is huge. Having a location coming out of COVID, that's amazing and so exciting for so many people. But what's next? What are you excited that you're working on or where's the business going? Gosh, we always joke about like world domination. Like we always say we're going to start taking over Dallas. But I think it's really cool. Like she has her vision. I have my vision. For me, I think it's really just growing together. And uh, how can we get more locations and open up more studio locations and working smarter, not harder. But I'll let you speak a little bit more on that too. Definitely want to open up uh, more locations. A bigger location than what we have now would be absolutely amazing. This is the start and that's fine. Yeah, like once we expand, it's kind of like, we just, we already feel kind of unstoppable now and we have a really amazing like support team and sometimes that's all you need to keep going. So we're just hoping the right opportunity, someone will hear, hey, got a great studio location for you. Or hey, would love to have you start something over here. Or hey, we're looking for work. That referrals really helps us in the bottom line as well. That's amazing. So where can more people find you? Obviously we have a lot of agency owners on here, but how can they work with you further and learn more about what you are up to? Okay. You guys can follow what we have behind the scenes Instagram page that we just created. Individually, we have our own pages as well. Jackson Visuals, you can see a lot of my photography, videography work. And Jody. Yeah, I'm at Jody K. Edwards literally everywhere. And then <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I love when people come say hi. Facebook group community. Anyone who ever has like any marketing questions, they can send us a message. Or if you just kind of want to see us, we have like <laughs> 20 followers right now on our behind the scenes video, but I, I love the girls. So we're looking forward to getting more and building community over there at behind the scenes studio on our Instagram handle. Amazing. And we will link all of that below. I love your energy, both of you. I think that what you guys are doing is so cool and that you've partnered together in a way that just seems like it was always meant to be, which is so inspiring. But thank you guys so much for coming on and we can't wait to share this with our audience. Thank you Thank so much you so for much. having us. Yeah, so yeah. nice to meet you. Nice yeah. to meet you as well. Meet David Hammett from Lemon & Lime Digital. David and his wife own an amazing agency over in Australia called Lemon & Lime Digital and their team is so awesome. Their energy is amazing. They do really, really awesome work for their clients. And I got to chat with David today about the behind the scenes of his agency with his wife, but also his role. And I think for most of us agency owners, it's really cool to see how partnerships are working inside business and outside of business and how they're serving their clients, structuring their agency and all that good stuff. So let's get into this episode and introduce you to David. 
but why don't you fill us in, tell us all about you and your agency and how you got started. Yeah, cool. I head up uh, Lemon and Lime Digital. So basically Lemon and Lime Digital was born about six years ago. My wife actually started the agency with in the not-for-profit space in the environmental sector, um, was doing communications media, social media, that type of thing for them and sort of thought I could maybe I should start freelancing on the side, put the business together on the side and then all of a sudden started getting clients like approaching her that knew her from various places. She sort of grew the business organically Organically, she didn't spend any money on marketing, like literally for the first probably five years, didn't spend a penny on marketing. It was literally just referral work. And it got so big that she had to quit her job and do it full time. We really cranked up and I was working in the travel industry here in Australia. I was the operations manager by the time I left. I'd been there for nearly 20 years. I'd overseen sales and I'd had input with marketing and strategy and all this other stuff. And Alex had said to me, look, either you come into the business or I'm going to hire someone because it's just manic and I need some help. And I'd, I'd been there for 20 years, so I was ready to leave. I started, what, February last year. So it was just before COVID kicked in. I made the leap and we've just grown from there. It's just been crazy. Oh. So it's, it's been really good. That's awesome. Did you ever think that you would kind of own your own business? Like, was that ever something? No. <laughs> I, I always thought I'd own my own business. I always wanted to work for myself. I just wasn't sure what that looked like. If you had have asked me five years ago, would I own a marketing agency and be doing this? Like, no, <laughs> you, you never know with life, right? You roll with it. You know? so true. <laughs> so, I love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 To be clear as well, like I don't class myself as a marketer. I, the value that I bring for our customer base is more around the strategy and, and formulation of that strategy, what that looks like. What are the challenges within the business? Not necessarily just marketing. Obviously, that's a service and a gap that we can fill. But what do our clients need, you know, for their business holistically? A lot of the businesses we work with are small and local business. Uh, that's generally our jam. So a lot of them might have a three-man team or a five-man team. And it's like if they're running around wearing all the hats, they don't really know they don't have a clear picture of the way forward, what that looks like and how to address some of their challenges regarding logistics or deliverables and stuff like that. And that's more what I love doing. Uh, we have team members that push the buttons and do the marketing. So like right. I leave them, I just put them in a little closet and let them do <laughs> um, From a higher level, I, I like to work in the higher level space with our clients and, and then have our team sort of deliver that. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about the services that you guys are offering for your clients, like the little things that you're doing versus mm -hmm. like, are you doing social media, like Facebook ads or like, what are the services that you're doing? Cool. Yeah. So we offer a range of different services, uh, but generally speaking, Facebook and Google ads, uh, LinkedIn, depending on the business. We also handle Pinterest, email marketing and web development. We do organic social as well. We used to do a lot of that. We've started to move away from it a little more it's just getting harder and harder to get really good cut through unless you've got a really good product or the service is really shareable the overarching thing we offer is we really see ourselves as a strategic partner for a business we sort of believe that every business goes through its life and at certain stages of its life there are gatekeepers that this business will meet and those gatekeepers hold keys that will open up different opportunities and different avenues for them. And we view ourselves as one of those gatekeepers. That's sort of that. how we look at ourselves and go, we might not know it at the time and they might not know it either, 
we hold the keys to potentially unlocking other avenues for these businesses. And that might be getting to think about their products differently, think about their pricing structure. What does that look like? What are their margins like? How can we improve that? And marketing is one element that helps them grow, but it's these other decisions when made properly and strategically that can actually provide far more value to a business than just running Facebook ads, which yeah. every Tom, Dick and Harry seems to do these days. So <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think the reality is for a lot of agencies out there, there are a lot of people that when they stop being able to get results on Facebook ads, they're like, because they're so one dimensional and that's all they do, it's like they're lost. It's like, oh, I can't get results. It's not working. But the difference is it might not be working because that might just not be the platform for that business. You know, right. That might not be the medium. And marketing itself is multi-channel. I mean, we've even gone as far as we've dabbled in traditional print for certain businesses before because that was their jam. We knew that's where they were getting results and digital just wasn't working. So we have done that. We have to adapt to what their needs are, not try to force them to fit within our little box. Yeah. So when it comes to actually managing these clients, what team members do you have in place? Who's on your team? How are you guys structured? Tell me about that. Alex and I obviously head up the operation. We have obviously admin staff that sort of help us do what we do and keep us in line. And then we have Facebook media buyers, Google media buyers. We have an email marketer and we have two web development guys that are on team as well. In terms of the client contact, Alex and I at the moment, we're in a place where we're happy to continue handling the client contact because Alex built the business on relationships first and foremost. Like, you know, I mentioned before, she never marketed the business before. She got her business because people knew her and it became like this snowball effect. A lot of the businesses that we work with, they want that personal touch and we're fine with that. We have sort of some systems and processes in place within internally that allow us to manage that volume of relationships effectively. In time, we will look to bring on potentially an account manager of, of some description and, and someone that can help with that side of things. But for now, it's probably the thing I enjoy the most, yeah. if I'm honest. I'm not much of a button pusher. I like talking to people. That's what I like to do. <laughs> do you want a job at Dart and Company? No, I'm just kidding. Why not? We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> That's awesome. So in speaking of systems, because I geek out on systems, what yeah. do you guys use internally for like project management or what systems do you have in place? Uh, we use Asana primarily. So Asana is one of our, one of our things. I'm one of those funny people that it's do what I say, not what I do. Like individually, I hate it. I'm like, Ugh. But, but we use it to manage projects. And obviously we use communication tools like Slack, various other schedulers and stuff like that for organic social media. So we use high level as our yep. CRM to manage all our client data. And then we use Asana to manage those projects moving forward. So everyone knows and has eyes on what's going on. I love it. That's awesome. So what's next for your agency moving into the new year? Like, what are you working on? What's exciting? Got some exciting stuff going on, actually. So we're really conscious of the need to evolve, right? So like we know on the horizon, I think the way that the digital platforms are going, maybe not so much with Google, but more so definitely with Facebook and even LinkedIn, the systems that they're using are getting more and more intelligent. You know, artificial intelligence becoming a big thing. In my eyes, I think the industry is going to move beyond that it's going to move to a place where they're going to make it so simple for people to be able to do it themselves or they'll change the way the methodology that that needs to happen there'll always be a place for digital marketing but i do think it's going to change so 
as part of that, Alex and I at the moment are actually working on a new coaching program that we're going to be looking to roll out 2022. And the focus is purely on small and local business owners that we're dealing with. A lot of the business owners we work with, they always come to us and say the same thing. They've used so-and-so agency, they got burnt, they didn't look after them. There's so much of that going on, which I can't stand because I, I just always put my customer hat on. And if you're paying someone, you should get looked after. We're actually working on it at the moment. It's like a low ticket coaching like membership that basically they'll have access to us and our team. And we're going to basically teach them and advise them, not just on marketing, but anything to do with business strategy, use us as a sounding board. So if you've got a one or two man team, sometimes you need that tiebreaker in there to yeah. give you another perspective. So we're working on rolling that out for 2022. I'm super excited about that because it's That's exciting. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things we can definitely help a lot of people. Yep. So many businesses need that. And I think it's that missing piece because so many people will say, oh, we're an agency. We don't talk about how to operate or we don't talk about finances or margins, but you're taking it with a different angle and saying, no, we just want to help you. And yeah. I think that is just going to change the game for so many of these small businesses. I'm really excited for you guys. Yeah. We talk to a lot of businesses and one of the first questions I'll ask a customer is, okay, what's your average order value? And you know, what does it cost to acquire a customer now? And there's these questions that they ask people. And if those businesses can't answer, oh, my margins aren't healthy enough or my average order value is not high enough or whatever, they're like, nah, we don't work with you. We only work with people that fit this box. And for us, we've worked with businesses that just didn't know that they needed to improve the margin in order to be more successful. They didn't realize that just by having a upsell plugin in their website that could increase their AOV by 30% would change the game for them. And once we started digging in and actually having those conversations with them and going, hey, do you know that if you did this differently, we could do this and improve this. And we're not going to charge you 10 grand a month to do it. We're just like our fee structure suits local and small business. We're here to help you, not hurt you. Once they start seeing the value in that, they're like, oh my God, like... <laughs> Yeah, this is the kind of business we need to work with, not just like the big dogs that go, if you haven't got 10 grand a month and you're not willing to spend 10 grand a month and, you know, margins aren't 60% or more and your AOV is not $200 or more, we're not interested. It's like, well, you mm -hmm. know, there's a lot of business out there that you just need to help people. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's like a mantra that you're putting out yeah, there. It really is. is. Cool. If we can't help people, we tell the business that if there's just no opportunity or the business owner won't listen, then we just say, look, I'm sorry, it's, this isn't going to work. Like we need to be able to help you. We don't want to just bill you every month and that's not going to make me feel whole. Yeah, that's so true. Well, where can people learn more about you, David, and get in touch with yeah, you and your sure. business? So, yeah, look, if anyone wants to have a chat, they can jump on our website. It's just lemonandlimedigital.com. I will say one of the questions we always get is like, why are you called Lemon and Lime Digital? Yeah. And I'll, tell, I'll tell you. So when Alex started the business, she was kicking around all these random ideas around what to call it. And she's always liked to cook. And she said to me, I like to cook. I've got this name and it's, what do you think? And when she told me Lemon and Lime, I was like, okay, like random, like why? <laughs> and she said, because when I cook, I use citrus juice to bring the flavor out in food all the time. And she said, so what I'm doing is bringing the flavor out in business and mm. there's the symmetry. And I'm like, okay, yes. it's sold. <laughs> but to That's be clear, amazing. we're not a fruit company. We do get random messages from people saying, hey, you know, what's a pallet of lemons going to cost me? It's like, oh no. That's funny. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure to connect with you, David, and thank I'm you. sure we'll be in touch. Yeah, and look, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Cheers to happy clients.